Hi, can you guess what song this is and the name of the movie in which the song features? Snow glows white on the mountain tonight, not a footprint to be seen. A kingdom of isolation, and it looks like I'm the queen. The movie's name is Frozen, and the song's name is Let It Go. Wonderful! Now, I've got another question for you from a Harry Potter book. The first book, Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. Can you name any two people, two students who were sorted by the sorting hat before Harry was sorted? Susan Bones and Hermione Granger. Wow, both the answers are absolutely right and it's interesting that uh, you chose the name of two girls. Third question. This one's the last question. I'm going to give you the first line of a story and I'd like you to complete the story in whichever form and shape you'd like, you know, in less than five sentences. So the first line of the story is Iron Man and Spider Man were sitting on a terrace with a sandwich in hand and trying to open a bottle of ketchup. Well, Iron Man, because he has those superpowers in his suit, would blast it open and then the ketchup creates a huge mess on the floor and then Spider-Man tries to clean it up using his webs but since both his webs and the ketchup are sticky, his webs get stuck to the ketchup. Then an old lady walks in and says, Why don't you just try to twist the cap next time? Iron Man and Spider-Man look at each other and say, Why didn't I think of that? <laughs> so we just played three different games. One was Guess the Song, another was a pop quiz from Harry Potter and the third is Spin a Yarn where you come up with your own story. So for many years, hosts of radio shows have used variations of these games to keep their audiences who listen to their shows entertained. And today is the 13th of February, also popularly known as the World Radio Day. In today's episode, we talk about some really, really interesting stories about the radio. And for those of our listeners who are tuning into this podcast channel for the first time, Hello and welcome. You're listening to What's New Today, a kids and family podcast. And this is Sangeeta, your host from India. And joining me today is... Trai. I'm 11 years old and I'm also from India. Welcome Trai. Every Monday and Friday, we take one interesting news story from the world around us or something really fun that commemorates the day like today. And I'm joined by a curious child to chat about each of these stories. So Trai, have you ever seen a radio no, I've never seen a radio. Where have you heard a radio? In my car. Wonderful. It's really interesting. For a lot of you kids who, you know, who've been born in the last decade or so, I'm not sure how many of you have had a radio inside their homes as a gadget or a device. Uh, Patrai, have you seen a picture of a radio ever? No. A few years ago, every house used to have a radio. 
how do you think it might have looked well i think it looks a little bit like a box with all wires inside and then there'll be buttons along the side to change songs or something i reckon you're imagining it like your car stereo right years ago the radio used to be a really really big box almost as big as a cupboard and then as the years went by the radio became smaller and smaller would it be as big as some of our amazon boxes i would think so depending on what you're ordering on amazon it would be the size of something like if you'd ordered uh, an entire set of harry potter books yeah but i just expected to be a little smaller that's all yeah there were and there still are probably pocket radios so those are really really tiny which literally could sort of fit into people's pockets this sounds a lot like a computer which has become progressively smaller so there's a movie called imitation game where alan turing invents the first computer algorithm at that time the computer was the size of a room like a gigantic room but today is just a size of a smartphone or a laptop biggest one is a tv yeah that's a remarkable observation that many of these devices are progressively become smaller and smaller right do you like the idea of they becoming smaller i don't want them to become smaller than this why not because we won't be able to see the screen anymore then ah that is true if you're talking about laptops you don't want very tiny screens that is true Here's a quick walk down the memory lane about um, how the radio first originated. Do you know who invented a radio? I think it was Marconi. Yup, there was an Italian by the name of Marconi and he's credited to have invented the first radio. So he sent a radio message from England to the United States across the Atlantic. And the first message that he sent was in Morse code. Have you heard of a Morse code? Yeah, I have heard of a Morse code. There's a special signal signal that you send. It's called SOS. It's a signal for help. Three dots, three dashes, and three dots. So in Morse code, there are blanks and there are dots. A short flash for dot, dot, and a long flash for line. You are spot on, one hundred percent correct. Wow, that is absolutely right. In fact, I think when the Titanic went down, it was supposed to have flashed this SOS. So yeah, it's a lot like you know the WhatsApp of the nineteen forties. Then people have to like spend a lot of time on WhatsApp because they have to decode every message. Which also means fewer people will send WhatsApp forwards because it'll take them forever to decode all of those messages. but they may quickly memorize the code for happy birthday and good morning because that's usually what people send <laughs> oh yes too many of the messages on whatsapp groups are just filled with that all right now coming back to our radio story so after the radio became relatively popular during the world war the radio was used a lot to keep people posted about what was going on in different parts of the world and it was a lot better than newsprint can you guess why 
I think it's because for radios, people can play the sounds of what is actually happening. Like if there's a war, play the sounds of a bombshell exploding and things like that. And there's also enough evidence for the people to believe. Wow, that's a very astute observation. I could have expected that, you know, kids would have realized that when you hear the sounds of something like the war, it's easier to understand. But your observation about it bringing evidence to people, that's really cool. So after the war was over, a lot of people went back to using the radio as a form of both entertainment and a little bit of education. And there used to be a lot of radio hosts who were also called radio jockeys. Speaking of radio shows, I came across this really hilarious real life story from a radio show host in New Zealand. And uh, this is a transcript of the conversation between the radio show host in New Zealand and a very famous singer who was about to tour New Zealand. Happened a few years ago. Uh, so I got the transcript of their conversation and I've just plugged it into a voice converter. I hope you guys really enjoy listening to this conversation. Good morning. Welcome to this radio show from New Zealand. Hey, thanks. Thrilled to be visiting New Zealand. I am looking forward to meeting a few orcs. Huh? Did you just say orcs? Yes, of course. I'm keen on meeting only orcs in captivity. Oh, I'm so sorry. But the orcs went extinct recently. So we have none now. Really? Not even in captivity? Oh, I hope to at least see a few places in the Middle Earth then. <laughs> I was literally laughing over myself when somebody believed that orcs existed. <laughs> Yeah, but do you know why this uh, singer might have thought that orcs really exist in New Zealand? No. The Lord of the Rings movie was shot, large parts of the movie was shot in New Zealand. Oh, I didn't know that. So, you know, once the radio was less of war news and more of, you know, entertainment and news and education... People loved listening to all kinds of things on the radio, like music, theater plays. These radio stations usually have these really tight soundproof rooms, but now people host radio shows from all kinds of places. In fact, as recent as last year, the Guinness Book of World Records noted a radio station being hosted on a hot air balloon. So, the first radio show to be hosted from the hot air balloon was achieved by 94.3 FM from Raipur Chhattisgarh. So, you know what? A lot of radio shows are just like podcasts. Except that a podcast is nothing but a radio on demand. You can play it whenever you want. In the olden days, a radio show would be played only at a certain time. So the entire family would come and sit down together in front of the radio and listen to the news or, you know, music, whatever it is, you know, they would do it all together. But what do you think? Do you think podcasts are cooler or radio shows the way they worked earlier was cool? 
I think podcasts are cooler because you can play it whenever you want and that the new episodes come every day so you can like go back to the old episodes and listen to them especially in what's new today because then you can catch up on the news that you've heard before but in radio shows you can't That is absolutely true but do you think there's any advantage of a radio over a podcast Well I think the advantage is that family members have to make time to sit together but when a podcast is there you it's on demand so you can listen to it all the time so people will keep thinking I'll hear it later I'll hear it later so I like it also when the family comes together super interesting note of families and communities coming together let's move to the next interesting part of this show quiz time let's see how well you listened question 1 the hosts of radio shows are also called rj what do you think is the full form of rj radio jockeys Question 2 what is the connection of orcs in the lord of the rings movie and the country new zealand major parts of the lord of the rings movie was shot in new zealand and the last and the final question quite recently the guinness book of world records Uh, recorded a radio show to have been hosted from where hot air balloon uh, from chatisgarh in india and if you hold on to the end of this episode uh, we promise to play a very interesting piece from a radio show that was hosted many decades ago from the all india radio which used to be a staple diet for a lot of indian families and if you liked listening to this banter between trai and i and catching up on really really interesting news stories and events that commemorate different days across the year listening to what's new today might just be one of the most fun filled ways on catching up with a lot of interesting stories from around the world new episodes drop every monday and friday The best way you can help us grow our listener base is by clicking that follow or subscribe button on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts or wherever you're listening to this and definitely leave us a rating and review that really helps us reach a lot of listeners. And as promised here's a snippet from All India Radio and for those of you who may have never heard that word before AIR or All India Radio is India's is India's national public radio broadcaster. This is an old recording from the year 1983 and try and guess what event is being covered in this. It's been great joy to the thousands who are here at Lords. In the air, middle of the bat, screams away in front of the pavilion forums. Shot. Not so good. Beautifully caught. He's hit that away to within 15 yards of the boundary, and the Indian skipper has done a tremendous job to get back there. Marvellous running catch. 
for the diehard fans of cricket i'm sure it was a very easy guess this was uh, india winning the 1983 world cup or the prudential cup in england and i also found a very interesting recording with which i will leave you a recording of the first ever time the song vande mataram was played on all india radio Thank <laughs> you.